This podcast edition of Other Side of Texas is brought to you by our friends at Flint Boot and Hat, a West Texas original. You want a great hat or you want to make your boots great again, go see them at 3035 34th Street or Flint and 34th Street in Lubbock or see more at flinthat.com. This is an abbreviated version of Other Side of Texas. Once we figure out what technical difficulties we incurred, We'll have the full podcast up soon. Thank you for hanging out on the other side of Texas and sharing with friends that you hang out here as well. And as we drive along here, the other side of Texas, this segment brought to you by Title One, Lubbock's digital real estate and title escrow company. Title One is committed to providing you with the highest level of communication and service from the time the contract opens until it closes see how title one can serve your realty consumer and lending needs at title1.com that's title1.com as we mentioned earlier uh, broke some news as we started off the program and it was that you don't miss a beat buddy you don't miss a beat I a letter email has been obtained by yours truly here at the other side from a donor jerry hodge and this on top of what we've written about really go check out othersideoftexas.com for all the background uh, part one part two of regent gate a piece delineating delineating let me try that again uh, rick francis's interest in downtown along with those with whom he does business in downtown El Paso where there is to be a proposed dental school Daniel Hodge former chief of staff of Abbott uh, Governor Greg Abbott has uh, is now on retainer to provide advice quote unquote to John Sharp's office there at Texas A&M John Sharp obviously being the world's biggest opponent to the Texas Tech Vet School. And then on top of that, news that Jerry Hodge, former governor, or former governor, might as well be, according to LBJ, um, Panhandle is up there, who cares, a former mayor of Amarillo, pulling out his gift, a proposed gift, and at least for this time, as he says, wants to know how John Sharp six weeks ago made a statement to him about a proposed gift that should have only been talked about. So he says, or so I'm implying, we'll put this text up tonight on the website along with Texas Tech's response. Now we're supposed to be getting a statement anytime now about how John Sharp knew. And he says to in the email. I can't believe anyone on the staff would be talking to Sharp. Was it a regent? And then goes on to say that uh, since the regents have not acted on our gift, part of that gift being, as I understand, to the vet school, not taken up there on August the 10th, the same day in which uh, it's believed that Bob Duncan was forced to retire was ousted at Texas Tech after a series of executive sessions, which, by the way, we're not supposed to know anything about, but we do. Uh, apparently, his gift being brought up in the executive session. Uh, did Rick Francis in those... Exe- First of all, Lubbock County DA, 
Why is budget bring, being talked about? Why is the gift being talked about? There's the name portion, but what about the rest of the gift? How much of the gift was supposed to go to the vet school? And did Rick Francis, in those executive sessions, quash the gift to the vet school? And if so, why? And I think it just all begins to make a lot of sense. One could logically deduce why. That's what we're going to bring to you later this evening after I get home, hang out with my family, and then sit down behind the keyboard. We'll bring you the text of this email along with Texas Tech's statement. Breaking that news for you here on the most listened to afternoon radio show in West Texas. Speaking of West Texas, where does it begin and end? Where does it start? On all sides, some cartography with our friend Michael Marks. Step out of Regent Gate and Rager Gate and into some Texas Tech Gate coming up right here on the other side of Texas. Stick with us. At Smith South Plains Ford, we're all about a better car buying experience. We understand that shopping for a car is a big deal, and that's why we believe in listening to what matters to you. Come see us in Leveland, where we have a wide selection of new Ford cars and trucks and an excellent sales staff. Love your car, love your dealership at Smith South Plains on Highway 114 in Leveland, Texas, or online at smithsouthplains.com. Love your car, love your dealership, Smith South Plains. And this segment brought to you by Lubbock File Room, providing safe and secure document storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding area since 1992. For a free and hassle-free estimate, call 806-744-7666. That's LubbockFileRoom.com, 806-744-7666 today. Now, Texas, Texas Standard producer, author, provocateur, his name is Michael Marks, and he's with us here on the program. Talk a little bit about West Texas and what makes up West Texas. Michael Marks, we've been all over all these controversies, so we thought that we might just get into more of an enduring controversy about West Texas. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Hi, right, we're doing. We're good. I'm. I'm glad to change the subject. Actually, for about. I was going to gonna say. You know, you're in the land of the controversy. Seems like. Yeah, all the controversies up here. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that people down there are actually seeing some of this? Uh, you know, that's a really good question. <laughs> you are because you live on Texas time. There. That's in, exactly in the right. Texas standard, but by and large, maybe not a lot of folks. Just people in the know. You know, I was wondering about this, you know, as I, you know, looking around at, you know, my neighbors here in my, you know, little house in Austin, um, are they aware of the sort of palace intrigue? I, I, if I had to tell you, probably not, to be honest. Um, not maybe, maybe that'll change in January when the legislature comes to, comes to town. And I'm sure that, you know, a lot of this stuff will still be kind of bubbling up to the surface. Um, but by and large, uh, no, I think you're exactly right. Well, okay, but we know about it, and uh, right. we've lived a long time without people in your 
your neck of the, and I mean this intentionally for what we're about to get into, your neck of the tree line. Uh, we, we've lived a long time. That tree line, which we're secretly a little bit happy, that gives you guys terrible allergies every spring. Michael Marks here with us. Michael P. Marks. You can follow him on Twitter with the Texas Standard. You don't listen to Texas Standard. Maybe you ought to look at downloading that podcast and listen to it with some other side of Texas. Now, this is, an old, this is something that you took up last year. Uh, mm-hmm. But it comes up, I think you and I kind of got embroiled in a thing. When uh, this came up, when Judge Kavanaugh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh, claimed that he lived in Abilene, or had roots in Abilene, his wife definitely from Abilene, and called it West Texas. There was a question called on Twitter, if Abilene's West Texas, uh, I think that I was, mit- I need to take this opportunity I think that my response, I should have been stronger in my response. Yes, Abilene is West Texas. I just said that I uphold the judge's decision. Uh, (laughs) But you wrote a piece that went in not just with political boundaries, we'll get into that in just a moment, but also uh, cartography and where tree lines begin to dissipate. Tell us a little bit about what you think. Let's just start from east to west, what you found brings up West Texas. Yeah, well, I I mean, this is a, before I I hit that precise point, um, I will agree with you in that this is a question that endures, uh, and and people like you and me can talk it to death and uh, provide whatever evidence we we think is, is most compelling, but ultimately, I think it's kind of a personal question as, as to where people feel that West Texas begins, and they kind of you kind of know it when you're there. Um, but to get into the, the piece that I, I put together, gosh, a little while ago. Um, I think it was last you know, summer. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think you're exactly right. I think uh, probably around June, July, something like that. But uh, you know, if, Hold on. One, let me just interrupt. It's, please. Uh, we want to know, colon, where does West Texas begin? If you want to look that up there on right. the Texas Standard. Go ahead, Michael. Thank you, thank you. Well, pre- we appreciate the plug. Uh, we, were, we were rolling this question around in our office. You know, I mean, we are uh, the national news show of Texas. We think a lot about uh, Texas-type things, like questions like this, and uh, because we think our audience does, too. And in researching this issue, this is not a new question, necessarily. This is something that people have been thinking about for quite a while both where West Texas begins and, you know, where the, the West in general begins. And it's a little bit of a moving target, depending on what definition you go by, and there are many of them, and we can get into that if you want. But what I eventually found um, was sort of a climate-based solution, and one that if you really look at what defines West Texas, uh, it, I think it all comes from the amount of rain uh, that that part of the world uh, receives each year. And it is from that amount of rain that flows all the different you know, cultural aspects and economics and industries that create uh, you know, this distinctly West Texas thing that, that you know far better than I do. Um, and that if you look at that, you can. There's kind of a sharp line that that I found of where the big oaks tend to stop in the state, 
if you're moving from east to west uh, and you see where the oak trees start to peter out there, you know, on the Edwards Plateau, that's a pretty good line of where where West Texas begins. You know, so, you're going to have some people. There's going to be a gray area, and you're going to have some squabbles. But you know, uh, that's that's a that's a pretty good dividing line I found. But uh, I'm also willing to listen to other perspectives. So, because the oak the oaks need more rainfall, that's, that's where right. you see a shift between. Um, the oaks so you would just and let me see what you said in the piece just east of wichita falls then down mm-hmm. the outskirts of abilene and san angelo and then bulging mm-hmm. a little further west as you move south so right. places you have said like junction brownwood and graham are out and sonora is teetering right there on the edge so it's an oak based synopsis that you have thesis <laughs> Uh, I think so. I think so. I mean, you could you could say it's it's rain based, uh, but the oaks are a good metric of how much rain you're getting because they require more than uh, you know some of your your shrubbery or excuse me shrubbier forms of uh, flora and vegetation. So okay, there's that. Now let's get into the technicalities of the thing, Michael Marks. Mm-hmm. Tell me. It should up the so I think the cap rock starts just the north Swisher County line. Maybe at Tulia, we could all say at Tulia east to west, and uh, okay. that's where the cap rock ends and the panhandle begins. But in your thinking, is the panhandle part of West Texas? Uh, far far West so. Texas, of course. Uh, I I would say so that that the panhandle is part of West Texas. Uh, I mean by definition. Uh, certainly it is it is in the western you know half of texas uh and but this is this is the thing is that i think within you know west texas that's that's a big place and within that thank you michael yeah (laughs) you're welcome i don't know know if that's compliment no it's coming from jay west texas lease and i really appreciate that but go ahead Uh, it's a it's a big place, and and you're you're bound to have sort of these subdivisions within you know the big neighborhood of West Texas. I mean, is it is it different from the Trans Pecos region? Absolutely. You know, is it different from the Big Bend? Is it different from that area down there around you know Sonora and going down to Del Rio? Sure, but. I, I think I think they all fall under that umbrella of of West Texas. There are certainly going to be. I mean, this is the story of the entire state. There's going to be differences um, and, and variation between this these huge this huge area that we're trying to uh, trying to describe. But but to suggest that the Panhandle is not a part of West Texas, I ah. I don't know if that's an honest argument, in my opinion. Somewhere, State Senator Kel Seliger is smiling as he listens to <laughs> us. Go along here, Michael <laughs> Marks of uh, the Texas Standard. So there's the geography, cartography, but then there's the political issue. And this is what, for me, I could give two bits where those oak, big oak tree lines stop. Michael Marks, <laughs> so far as somebody who sits and talks about regional politics 
most every weekday here on this program I want every inch west of I-35 to be considered West Texas so that we've got the broadest coalition and let me just say like we have done a lot of coverage of Texas Tech and people have questioned well why is there a tech tech vet school in Amarillo why is there a proposed uh, dental school going into uh, El Paso and why is there a nursing clinic here and why you know bring in Abilene you bring in Amarillo again and you get into these different schools, but that is very intentional by Texas Tech University to diversify so that right. it fights with a broader front when it comes to the Pink Dome and the legislature to get things done for the region, and that region being west of I-35. Uh, you don't have to get into any sort of partisanship here, and I expect that you wouldn't, but is that something that you take into consideration as well? You know, I, I think... Um. Yeah, certainly. So, uh, I think that there is there, there are different definitions of the term. Um, you know, if if we're talking about it's 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 a bit like what we were talking about at the very start of this conversation. If you're talking about what the you know what does the the everyday Texan consider West Texas? Well, it you know it may be more of a climatological or geographic sort of definition. But if you are Speaking to somebody who is a political animal, um, then you're right. 35 may very well be the dividing line, and it's a and it's a convenient one. Uh, so I and certainly from from what you were talking about with Texas Tech trying to expand that footprint and ha- and and be able to create a sort of broad based coalition, um, I understand that. Uh, now, if if I'm having a conversation with somebody and they're and they're referring to I don't know Stephenville or or, or Marble Falls for that matter or something like that uh, in in terms of of West Texas to say nothing of Brownwood or, or Mason or something of that nature uh, I my eyebrows might go up uh, but if if it's from a purely political standpoint I'd at least know what they were talking about even if. Uh, after we've dispensed with matters at hand, we needed to have another conversation about whether uh, whether they are actually referring to, you know, a West Texas area. So uh, one more question before I get you off the hook here, Michael Marks. Uh, again, mm-hmm. at Michael P. Marks on Twitter, you'll see us uh, go back and forth from time to time on Twitter, he and I. I, I, want, to, I want to ask you, how did you come to the oaks uh, the big oaks dissipating from east to west as the marker well it um it really came you know as a as a lot of the stories i do come just from from talking to as many people as possible and there you know i was <laughs> i was beating my head against the wall a little bit with this question trying to figure out a way to create um, a working definition of where West Texas started, and what I what kept coming up and coming up and coming up when I would speak to people, um, particularly people who are familiar with West Texas. You know, our uh, on the Texas Standard, our technical directors from Abilene, uh, our uh, one of our producers has has family in the Panhandle. 
you know, I'd, I'd go out to West Texas uh, a few times a year, you know, with some degree of frequency for various stories. And when I would pose this question to folks, the thing that kept coming up, you know, when I asked them, how do you know you're in West Texas? Uh, they would say the trees, the vegetation, uh, the way it looked around them. And so I kept rolling over the idea of trees in my head, and that led me to the Texas A&M Forest Service, uh, who has some, or who have some terrific maps uh, and interactive features on their website that will show you, you know, where the where the oak trees are and the density of oaks and mesquites and junipers and ash trees so on and so forth um, and when I, I started playing with some of those tools and I saw there's that people can go out and do this for themselves go to the Texas A&M Forest Service website you know and you see where the oaks are in Texas there's a pretty sharp line where they just stop with the exception of some spots in, in far west Texas where you'll find some shinnery oaks but those are a little bit different no. um, hmm. but there's a uh, but you know when I, when I saw that I clicked that button and I kind of jolted up in my seat a little bit. It was kind of this electric moment, you know, where uh, here it was looking me in the face. And, and some folks may disagree, and I hope they do, but uh, to me, it, it, felt, uh, it, it felt like a eureka moment. And not just eureka because of the... Uh, there's also distinction between where Charles Goodnight's uh, mesquites come up in, in those oak trees mm-hmm. as well. Um, and listen, we some news here. Um, did you know? Did you know, Michael Marks? That speaking of Texas AgriLife, and this is where I bring the whole program full circle. Uh, John Sharp forbade a big meeting with Texas AgriLife officials that were to meet on the Texas Tech campus. That uh, a little bit more on Regent Gate, but glad that they could give you some resources on where west texas begins and ends uh thank you michael marks for helping us uh, touch the third rail of west texas politics uh, what actually compiles west texas yes sir thanks jay i appreciate it hey good to have you again here on the program michael marks ladies and gentlemen texas standard uh gonna get out now we're looking at a new lease in ponderosa and they got to go check that out. This edition of the program you can find on our wildly popular Apple iTunes podcast. Go to our site, check out all our new pieces. Going to put up a new piece tonight. Texas Tech 2 put out a statement about what we've broken. Donor uh, with a proposed gift of $10 million withdrawing, asking questions about how John Sharp, Chancellor of Texas A&M, knew about that gift Uh, there were only people in executive session that knew how did john sharp know that's the question and something that we're going to be following up with we try to lead the way here um some regent gate questions listen i can't get to all these right now the text coming in lots of regent gate stuff vista bank i don't know i've heard 12 people tell me that with overdrafts it can be 20 million I don't know that to be certain. What uh, Vista Bank is on the hook for there. Uh, yeah, my understanding, to answer another one, Clark, um, Bart Rager did plead the fifth, and Rick Dykes did not. 
those two quick points as we get off there. Hey, that's why we jump on here. Talk about all the news, views, and issues. Going to get home. Got to get home. Go look maybe at our next new home, Elise and Ponderosa. Thanks for hanging out on the other side of Texas. Tell your friends. See you next time right here from AM 580. Love it.